everybody. Welcome to the freaking epic podcast. This is a podcast. It is a podcast which is, and I quote, freaking epic. And freaking with no G, <laughs> because with a G is just freaking epic is like, yeah, freaking epic lets you know that we're casual about this. That's how epic it is. We don't even have to like be formal about it. It is a freaking epic podcast. And on this podcast, we ask ourselves one question, and that is the question, what you thinking, John? That question does not make any sense when we ask it to ourselves, when <laughs> we ask it to our co-anchor, who is me, the beautiful, the handsome, the debonair John. Oh my goodness. That is exactly how I describe Please. you every night when I Please. talk to you into my journal. Feed my ego. I, yeah. feed, I feed upon it. <laughs> ah, well, John, yes. what you thinking? So, I have been thinking a lot about My Hero Academia, or Bokno Hero Academia, if you're a true weeb. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've been thinking, because we were talking about super, useless superpowers yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. last week. So, this week I was thinking about, um, just, I've had superpowers on the mind, and... Creating an original character for the My Hero Academia universe. Perfect. So, the character, like, each of the characters have a bunch of different things about them, different aspects that goes into as far as their character and their creation goes. Yeah, correct. So, My Hero Academia is basically a world, I, I assume you guys have heard it if you're actually listening to this, otherwise... We'll explain it. Um, basically, My Hero Academia is a world where like 90% of people have superpowers, um, but everyone has some sort of weakness, um, and the powers are kind of inherited, so usually they have a little bit to do with what your parents had, and some mm -hmm. other things that John's going to tell you about. Yeah, so as Zach was saying, a lot of the uh, quirks, they call the superpowers quirks, uh, for, I guess, copyright reasons, or unique. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they call them uh, quirks, and each of the quirks have their ups and their downs and for the most part they are either one of your parents quirks or a combination of the both um. so the idea for this character that i created was that he is a, a teleporting character but not in the sense that they, they have teleporting characters in the anime yeah of course but it's very long range yeah a lot of it is uh i can go to point a to point b yeah of course um, but I thought of something kind of more short range. Uh -huh. uh, basically, the idea behind my character is that it's a teleporting quirk, uh, quirk to where he can teleport to whatever he can see. Okay. So uh, as long as he has line of sight to where he wants to go, even um, can somewhat visualize um, where he's going. So say uh -huh. uh, stepping around the corner, like he, he can do that, but it, it's a bit harder for him because he has to like picture it. Uh huh. Um, but that would be his quirk, is that he can kind of teleport Nightcrawler style. So not yeah. not across the you know across the country or anything like that, but very short range. Well, it's not just short range because you can see a couple miles, so he could. Well, I mean, but not. Yeah, he's not a long distance utility traveler. He's kind of now. Um, would you be kind of a um, a combat character? Would you be like a transport would... character? No, he would be. He could only take uh, somebody that he's touching, like with his hands, kind uh -huh. of thing. Um, so at most two people. Okay. Um, or you know whatever he's holding, but he he would definitely be a lot more of a combat person. And the idea behind his his backstory is that the reason why he enters the high school. So uh, my hero academia follows uh, these this group of kids as they are going through high school um, to become superpower superhero. high school. Yeah, yeah, is superhero high school. Um, and so the idea behind my character's introduction would be there, there's an arc where basically they change from being kind of like a public school to being a private school. Uh -huh. um, so they have dorms. And so the concept behind it is that they turned into dorms because there's this big attack on all the students. And so it's just, it would be safer. Uh -huh. So the idea behind why my character goes to this school is because his family isn't they're not superheroes they're um, actually mercenaries because i was thinking about that in the whole world kind of system there would still be the need for military and things yeah, like course. that and so he, he his family would be um like a group of 
um, mercenaries who use quirks. But yeah, uh, they were his family was more or less hired to uh, protect the school on the uh-huh. condition that my character would be able to um, okay. Like, uh, come to school and then therefore get his hero license, which is kind of a win-win for the family. Yeah, so he can kind of go legit or be... I mean, not that a mercenary is illegitimate, but no, he can no, kind of it, go mainstream or work with his family and just it yeah. opens up options. Um, and so that's his whole thing. So that way, at least someone in the family has a superhero license. Yeah, and that also, you know, interesting, that would open up a lot of possibilities for missions that they could go on because he could pick up uh, superhero missions and basically be helped by his family. So that kind of gives an option for all of them to go through kind of the legitimate mainstream route or kind of go through shady backwater back uh, channels or even uh um, Yeah, well and of, do stuff that's more um more domestic. Yeah. Um, stuff that's, yeah, that's like in point. cities because mercs typically can't operate in cities unless they're evil mercs in which case you know they're doing like terrorist things but yeah so in in my hero academia does the entire world have these powers or just is it just japan it's the entire world it's the entire world okay, okay. i couldn't remember that yeah uh, it, it's the entire world because in the movie they go to uh america or at least all my okay. that the Superman equivalent goes to America uh, for uh, like a year or two as an exchange student. That is awesome. I would yeah. love to see that. I haven't, I haven't actually seen the movie. I haven't watched the anime. I've just the read movie, the up to the second or third arc. The movie arc. is excellent. It is definitely has no place in the, <laughs> like in the canon, I guess. Yeah. But it, it's still, it, it's a cool little movie. Um, and it shows something that never really happens in the manga ever. Yeah, which is a um, a Deku All Might team up. Oh, that's cool. So they're Deku and All Might are fighting together, you know, mentor and yeah, NT style, and it's it's super cool moment. It's like definitely yeah. worth checking out. What um, what point is it set in the arc? Like, is it it's set, set after and... the summer camp before the boarding school? Okay, I haven't got I haven't gotten that far. Then uh, I. I've only read up to the where the kid gets kidnapped and they decide to go after him. Um, it, well, so no, no, you're, no, you're after that. Oh, okay. So the movie takes place before that camp where the guy gets kidnapped. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see the the team up because that's a that's a cool idea. So yeah. my character, which I decided on uh, re- just a moment ago when you told me this, um, my character would be called uh, something along the lines of Luck. So, and basically, I the goal would be that I would um, have some sort of kind of illusion power. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, kind of a semi-camouflage uh, power, but people would essentially think I'm kind of a boring, boring, weak character who because I'd play it off as though I don't really have any useful uh, quirks, mm-hmm. abilities, but I, my character would actually work with your character. Um, mm-hmm. So... Essentially, um, when I was reading, when I'm reading comics a lot of t- or manga, a lot of times I kind of go, "Well, there's so much just chance that factors into the good guys always winning. Like the good guy, there's always like the bad guy trips, and that's how they save themselves. Or there's always just some like tiny, tiny thing that goes right that makes the good guys win. So my mm-hmm. character's goal." Uh, he'd come from a family that does this would basically be to be the physical manifestation of luck and not through luck powers, but essentially through the ability to, um, to some degree, like to be kind of a sniper. So it'd have like uh, an ability to basically hide the presence. So like, let's say, let's say there's a battle going on. Um, they would think, oh, this guy's, you know, Luck is, I mean, his regular name wouldn't be Luck, it'd be something like Boring Guy, you know, something mm. to translate to Boring Guy. But whenever some sort of big kerfuffle goes on, kerfuffle. basically my family would be, or me specifically, uh, Luck, would be in the background, essentially kind of with um, like non lethal weapons type of things. Like, so let's say like there's a pinpoint, um, just a, a pinpoint uh, gun of some kind. And it, when the bad guy is going to attack, the reason they trip is because just a very, a, you know, a precise shot right at their feet, which tripped them. 
you know, okay. or or like kind of a stun bullet to the back, like, and basically the and but he's invisible, and he always uh, basically work. His family always works with. Um, with teams of people and the teams are always teleporters. So essentially mm-hmm. basically it would work with a teleporter. So it'd kind of come in and create the good luck. So anytime a bad guy is atta- about to kill someone, you know, about to hit someone from behind, um, basically use various types of weapons and, um, and abilities um, that are kind of um, kind of a Swiss army knife type of thing. Mm-hmm. to uh basically make their luck turn so you know someone tripping someone stumbling someone right um making a noise like you know there's a crack of a, a crack of a branch behind but maybe the crack maybe that crack isn't isn't the actual bad guy crack you know making a mistake it's, it's the fact you um yeah. like your character creating that opportunity yeah, it's okay. So basically, I'm working with a teleporter, and we're basically both have some sort of illusion power, so we're in, essentially invisible. And so we, um, like, you know, basically, okay, um, kind of, you know, okay, here's the deal: uh, teleport into that to that point uh, that I'm pointing a laser pointer at, or whatever. Um, teleport in, I'll step, and then teleport, and then after two seconds, teleport back. So we teleport there. I step on a twig. We teleport back, and essentially, basically, the reason the good guys always win is because there's actually a human factor of a clan of of essentially luck makers making okay. the good guys win. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So your quirk then would be invisibility then it would be it would be um so it wouldn't just be invisibility it'd be some sort of localized uh, illusion power because you'd have to um you'd have to be able to um also cloak your teleporter ally or depending you know if if you wanted to go like this is a long long standing thing then i would go that um my character has some sort of teleporting um uh um, what's the word term like suit or something, you know, so that's like mm-hmm. a, a family suit thing. So it would depend. There's, there's different ways you could go about it. Um, so it could be just one person and they teleport in and it, or it could be just one person. Um, and if they have kind of teleport, like, let's say it depends on kind of where the tech is for, the, um, for that country. Um, but mm-hmm. we could basically either have um, working with a teleporter and have illusion powers or working with um, the, our myself and just have a teleport, have kind of a teleporting power and a and a cloaking device on the suit. That's that's kind of my my what I would think to do. But it also is a little bit overpowered, so I don't. Yeah. I, you know, try so to- so that's why I, I'm like asking you to directly define your quirk because the next part that I'm going to talk about is the downside of my character's quirk. So the downside is well, yes, that he's got to see where he wants to teleport to but another fact is if he uh goes to a spot that his body wouldn't fit mm-hmm. so for example um if he's like if he can see but at the waist down he can't see where his feet are and then all of a sudden he teleports to you know the other side of like said this log but there's like a stump there yeah what would happen is that um his body would replace the matter of whatever he teleported to so where he goes he is there kind of thing yeah so he could teleport where his legs are literally like basically impaled by a log no it wouldn't be that he would be impaled by a log it's that he would get stuck for sure um Mm -hmm. but it, it would be as though he was standing in the log but the log was like perfectly formed around his leg basically because um like do you do you get what i'm saying uh, um, okay, like so sticking your finger in uh, Play-Doh. Kind of okay, thing. so that wouldn't necessarily be a well, huge downside, though. The downside of that is that um, my character, it works on humans, too. Ooh. So if like someone walks in the way of him um, when he's teleporting, he would brutally and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like eviscerate this person because all of a sudden like his hand is in this guy's you know head cavity so would he leave so let's say if he's uh teleporting toward a a log would there would that hole in the log be there permanently or would it just kind of no that that hole would be permanently the matter that where uh his body overlapped is gone well so he would be in a a freaking 
impossible to stop like in a in a big bat in a large scale battle he would be the most powerful character in the world because he'd just basically do quick short hops and just basically just hop randomly around the battlefield and like literally just explode every person he hopped into well and that's um something that i was thinking about for my family is i I was thinking that my family would be very spartan in the sense of you know they're mercs but my character is not spartan at all Uh, and he he is has like a crippling fear of seriously like killing someone or injuring someone uh because of his quirk because um like yeah if you look at it that way it's super overpowered but if you add that fact of um (laughs) fear yeah sheer fear uh as far as what he could potentially do to someone um that makes it a like I wouldn't say a debilitating weakness, but a huge weakness. Okay, uh, he, so he is fr- uh, like petrified of the um, idea of maiming someone. So here's my question: How often and how easily can he teleport? Can he teleport just like a hundred times in a minute and not be phased? It, it would be. Um, he could uh, continuously teleport, but. Uh, it's the same concept as like staring at something for a very very long time. Um, so eventually, like, like your like your vision's gonna start to get blurry. Um, you're gonna uh, start getting sloppy with it. Okay, because my thought is, if I were him, um, what I would do is always teleport into the air above things. So I would basically always teleport. It'd be like teleport, look, and then teleport down. So basically, it always kind of be like a like a almost like a triangle. So you kind of go like up and forward and then down. So like anytime I'm trying to teleport somewhere, I wouldn't be able to really, I just have like a kind of uh, coping mechanisms built in where I teleport up where I know nothing is look down, glance down and then either teleport immediately back or, right. or forward, you know, so, well, cause you can, you can kind of build in, um, you know, just like the other characters have built in ways to like, you know, constantly be focusing on their feet so they don't fall through to the center of the earth for the guy who can kind of phase through anything. Mm-hmm. Like, there are kind of um, uh, workarounds, I would well, say. So, um, we'll, we'll get to the idea of the uh, workaround and slash the um, block, like, things that are blocking line of sight. So he wouldn't yeah, be able yeah, to, yeah. Um, like, in a super dense area, like, densely urban, where there's lots of, like, buildings yeah. and sides and cars and things like that. Um, where he needs to see. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. I, I have I, I I have an idea for that because that's built into his costume. Uh, okay, so there's some sort of sonar radar type thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But let's talk about your weakness. <laughs> um, I mean, so I hadn't I hadn't thought a ton about it because you know you uh, just let me know this. But I mean, is is a weakness a weakness not of the quirk but of the person that no one ever knows and that you have to essentially always pretend to be weak you don't have to like actually be weak but you have to like you have to kind of sell the fact that you are not you know making a huge difference in the world no like removing the psychological aspect of it because every quirk has some form of downside to it okay um so the whole um my character doesn't want to like straight up maim people. That's a psychological thing. Whereas his actual weakness is the fact that a he replaces matter, um, and b he's limited by line of sight. Okay, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't didn't think of anything like that. So, I mean, my best, my first initial thought would be something along the lines of just um, it taking mental power. So, the more things you're doing, you know, it's hard. It's hard to multitask basically. So you have the ability to like if you're really focusing hard on taking a shot or something, you have to like any slip up and you're seen. Okay. So it's, um, it's sheerly focus based. Like as far as being invisible, you have to think that. So, Ooh, actually I I just thought of a, a good like name for your, uh, character. Uh And if, if that is the downside of it Mm -hmm. and that would be a Schrodinger. Schrodinger. Oh, that's nice. I like that a lot. Because um, yeah, like that's you think really you're cool. invisible, so therefore you are. Yeah. Um, but as soon as you think I'm not invisible, therefore you're not. And oh, that would be like, like a super good, like just generic quirk of you can do a lot of kind of like not like insane superpowered stuff, um, in the sense of like 
you know, All Might is super strong, so you couldn't be like super strong. Like you I could, be, could stronger. be stronger. Yeah, yeah you could be Actually, strong. Actually, that's kind of perfect for my character because that I want to be able to. I want to be able to like teleport and have kind of a limited like spidey sense type of thing so I can because there's a need to like figure out where luck is needed. But also like you can't just say the guy knows, you know, character knows where where he's needed because that would be that would be just too cheating. Yeah, if it is if it is a focus and I, I really like schrodinger is such a cool name and such a like a cool concept for the character that the whole the whole thing of it is does he is he you know focused enough does he actually kind of believe he's doing it that's that's a really cool concept i like that a lot yeah yeah dude like this is pretty good this is pretty (laughs) good um and then um like his his big downside is that um in um like on -on one-on-one fights like between heroes like, yeah, you know, like him versus a bad guy. It's super easy for him to um, focus because he is focusing on you know his one enemy or, or things like that. But well, in if, large, if he's focusing also on one skill, though. Yeah, but and then in large scale like conflict, um, where there's just a, tons and tons of things to uh, going on. Um, yeah. he, he starts to struggle because there's plenty of different things that he needs to be doing, but is having a hard time focusing on all because he's trying to like simultaneously run like four different thoughts through his head yeah of i am this i am this or oh dude he could heal himself too it's like yeah uh i'm hurt um like definitely not something in the sense of um like say you cough your limb because the pain is going to be so excruciating that you're not going to be able to think about oh my yeah. leg is still there kind of thing but like well, that's actually kind of part of part of the interesting char- characteristic of this character is that if he's like injured at all everything becomes much worse and he becomes almost useless. So that's part of why he always is basically staying on the outside because he knows if he gets in a fight, he can win like a one-on-one, but if he, but he's like really, really vulnerable because the more he's uh, pushed, the worse he gets. So his, his whole thing is kind of stay outside the battle and just not even be, not even let anyone know he's there because he needs to, he basically again is 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 basically part of the luck factor in the world the reason the good guys always win is because there's these people who in secret make the good guys win but also his quirk is a little bit different than the rest of them so he's simultaneously much stronger and much weaker than the rest of them yeah so yeah like he, he has the most potential out of yeah 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 um, everyone and, yeah and that's I like a great that. like uh, that's a great manga thing all manga characters have the most potential out of you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Okay. All sure. right. Showing you. This is good, dude. This is good. All right. Oh, so, can... so this is the um, next aspect is of the suits. So, um, as you were talking about, like having teleportation suit or uh, something like that. That's um, definitely not. Uh, technology isn't advanced far enough yet in yeah uh, the world to where there's like Deadpool level teleportation yeah. uh, suits. That's but, actually what I was originally thinking was a kind of a Deadpool suit. That's actually yeah. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but um, so everyone has a suit or something. Well, most people. There are a couple people who do without. So like All Might doesn't need any extra yeah, things. All Might. Um, or um, the Todoroki Fire and Ice guy. He, he doesn't uh-huh. need anything in his suit. He doesn't have anything in his suit. Because well, he, he also he, wouldn't help because yeah, he would get destroyed by his Fire and Ice. Exactly. Like he doesn't need anything. Um but uh Bakugo, uh Explody Boy, um he has his gauntlets, which um so how Bak- explodey. Well how his um how his quirk works is that um the sweat in his hands have nitroglycerin, which yeah. he can ignite. And so what his uh giant grenade gloves do is that they store the nitroglycerin so he can have a huge explosion. Yeah, but uh, and then Deku kind of later on, um, what he gets after he's um, this is gonna be mild spoilers to you. It's fine. Actually, it's gonna be mild spoilers to everyone because unless you've read the manga, because the anime isn't that far yet. Uh, no, actually, I think they cover it. Spoiler alert! Uh, But basically, okay, he he gets um, he's uh starts being less of a 
punchy character because he's always uh-huh. breaking his arms. But he, he kind of finds out that, um, hey, you know, my legs are stronger than arms. So he kind of uh, switches to more of a shoot style. Um, so he like like soccer shooting. So um, like he's more of a kick style. So is he kicking enemies or is he like kicking rocks at them? Well, he's kicking enemies. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. I mean, well, his whole thing for the first, uh, in case you haven't read this, uh, I mean, I don't know why you're listening to this, be- mostly because it's awesome and we're awesome, but thank you. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't heard this, basically his ability is the ability to strengthen anything to an absurd degree. But the problem is he has so much power that he can't he can't completely control it. So essentially, what he does throughout the series is he'll just flick someone, and the flick will like you know break knock him hundreds of feet away, but also completely break his finger. And so you know he's like just go in the excruciating pain every time he fights because he literally every time he's just a normal wussy guy except that. When he he has the ability to be like you know almost Superman levels, baby Superman, baby Superman levels of yeah. like he can just flick someone, but it'll it'll completely shatter his finger, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, okay. So that's cool. I didn't know he got the foot powers. I haven't gotten that far. Well, it's not that he's got foot powers. It's just that um, at some point he learns to. Um, Actually, you're at this point where he learns to basically cover his entire body with only so instead of using like 100% of his power, like in his fingers and breaking his fingers, yeah, um, he learns to cover his entire body in 5% of the power. Oh, that's cool. I haven't gotten there yet. I was yes, like, you, you definitely have. Have I? Oh, okay. Yes. You, you I, should read the manga again. Yeah, I need to catch up. It's been like two years since I read no, it. No, you, so. you need to start over and just read it all. It's <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so basically what he does is he gets. In his new suit, um, he gets reinforced uh, boots, so that way it absorbs oh, the yeah. it absorbs the impact of his uh, kicks, making it um, less painful to him, and yeah. less chance to uh, break his feet and legs. Um, but so where I was going with that is, so yeah, you know, most of the heroes have different kind of um, suits that help their powers. So like the super perverted guy who has like the grave signs head that's like super sticky. <laughs> Um, he his um, suit is actually made out of his skin. Oh, gross! Uh, because he um the like little uh grapes on the top of his head that are super sticky, mm-hmm. he bounces off of them. Um, but anything else sticks to it and won't come off, kind of thing. Uh-huh. So in order for him to um basically not use his bare hands, yeah, he has like gloves, and his entire suit is made out of um his own skin scales. Okay. Um, so the idea for my character is that his suit wouldn't necessarily be um, anything special, but um, he's got a headset that's kind of like a VR headset. Okay. Um, with drones. That, oh, uh, that around. dude, that's actually really cool. Like, I mean, like that adds a lot of just interesting dynamics to the character. So he's got the drones flying around. So he's also kind of a reconnaissance character almost because he's, yeah looking so, around um he can uh basically uh he can see where his drones are looking and so there would have to be like either he, um he, uh, it, it would have to be like either made out of his parts of his eye or something along those lines to where um because he wouldn't be able to teleport to hawaii just by watching tv kind of thing yeah like someone life cast it so it'd have to be somehow well, he linked. probably well yeah okay no, okay it, it would have to be somehow linked to his own body so that way mm-hmm. he can um look so say um it, it's just like parts of his um uh, it's got parts of his body that resonates with him like um eye cells or something like that in the actual cameras sure so that way he's technically like just some way some of sort it. of technicality to get get you yeah. past the the difficulty well that's exactly. that's actually i mean that adds a whole lot of interesting dynamics to the storyline of him it, because you know you can always have the oh my drones are down i only have one drone left like it kind of mm-hmm. It introduces kind of uh, like you know the the um, uh, danger and like um, and th- then it's like you know anyone who knows would start attacking his drones so he's got to kind of yeah. keep it uh, secret but also he like then well, just the it, idea it also... of like starting a, to attack with drone with drones and stuff so he's like you know able to like um, you know attack with a drone and then he teleports in behind the explosion. But the character, you know, the other person doesn't necessarily well, know. I, I, the drones definitely wouldn't be anything more than uh, just cameras. Like, 
um, maybe, you know, like cameras moving the speed of a softball or something like that, like, but not in the sense of where they're like Gundam drones, I guess, of where well, they, no, but, like, but they, I mean, it'd be interesting, but you know, you know how a lot of superhero type stories like are like, Oh, he learned to use his power in an interesting way. Spider-Man, you know, put the, put the, um, Sandman into a, into a shop vac, shop vac or whatever, you know, right. like there's always kind of a, um, a trapping your enemy by clever use of your powers, uh, right. factor. And so like having kind of clever use of the drones would be, would be a fun, a fun dynamic. Right. And so, um, the idea behind it is that it would be like a VR headset or uh-huh. like a splinter cell thing to where, um, he can't see, uh, like out of the front of it like there's no access to his oh, eye weird. um so that way it um he's basically solely relying on his drones or like maybe there's a camera on the front of it as well mm-hmm. um so he can still see you know directly in front of him um but the idea behind it is that because i was thinking about it like um his biggest weakness would be like flashbangs or smoke grenades or things like yeah. that so uh, with a flashbang you know because his direct eyes aren't um looking at the flashbang he could just like switch cameras kind of thing to a different drone to look at it um and you can't um you won't be basically it would be a lot harder to blind him you know like if you get the headset off of him you know then he's um vulnerable to um that kind of thing but it's still it helps uh, his um vulnerability and his weakness so does he have to does he have to be able to physically see it at the moment or can so like let's say if i were if i if that character were attacked could he just teleport 500 feet in the air just because he's yeah. seen it, he knows there's nothing there. Well, no, because that would be like the autumn it, escape mode. It's not like a um, say to my left is or to my back is an open field, um, and I know there's nothing back there. He wouldn't be able to teleport backwards to the open field because he's not looking at it, kind of thing. Unless one of his drones is. Oh, so he physically can't go anywhere he's not looking. Yes, that that's a, oh, that's that's weird. That's the whole downside is he ha- he can only teleport to where he is looking in that exact moment via either his little drone things or like actual line of sight. That give him kind of an interesting motivation to like complete can consistently be adding to the drone network. So he has like spy cameras various places, and he's really like it kind of gives a character motivation of like I'm really well, trying not to be a creep and trying not to be like a like to be a, a like a weirdo and like put cameras everywhere but also everywhere i put a camera is another place i can have that i won't die if something happens because i can switch over to this and like then having a couple you know a backup network in case that main network is hacked and like there's like like you know even just carrying around like mirrors in his pocket like he's just yeah. like he's got like just hidden mirrors in his suit so if he has to he can you know see different things like like there, there'd just be a cool, a cool fight where someone takes away all his abilities and he just teleports behind them and and then you know is able to win. And it's like, mm. how did he teleport behind them? I oh, I I have this, you know, like I always carry shards of mirror with me or whatever. Yeah, like, or like he he's just he did it from a like the reflection in a windshield kind of thing. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's um like a cool concept a cool idea yeah that's a really cool like it, it it opens up a lot of cool mechanics for like right you know clever uses of the power and like interesting ways for people to attack him yeah I and, like that and a lot. It, it's definitely um so the thing that i've been thinking about that i um struggle with when it comes to like making characters or things like that is i don't want them to be like the main character i don't want them to be overpowered i guess um and so thinking about Oh, you know, my character can just teleport um, to wherever. Okay, that's cool. But like, where are the downsides? Where are the weaknesses? How do, yeah. would you get around that? Because I, I hate the concept of invincible characters. I hate Superman. I hate um, like Alucard from Helsing Ultimate. I hate Batman. Batman. Batman is, is more invincible than Superman somehow. That, he's like, he's got the powers of a god. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just I, I hate um, I hate overpowered characters. I don't. That's why I typically like Marvel better than DC because yeah. DC there are gods they're just all walking yeah. gods. That's exactly I mean Marvel like, is sometimes if, literally sometimes they are literally yeah. walking gods. Marvel comics are what if humans got the power of gods. DC comics is what if the gods lived among us. Yeah. That's that's the fundamental 
premise of both. And I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm very much a Marvel person because it's just more interesting. Like, Spider-Man's, like, crazy overpowered, but also crazy underpowered against a lot of the foes he faces. But he just always beats them through... Cle- I mean, like, that's his calling card, is clever uses of his power. Like, right. I mean, if you ever read these... Uh, the superior Spider-Man comics where Doc Ock took over Spider-Man's body. One of the things he actually did was Doc Ock basically came to the realization that Spider-Man is incredibly smart and clever. So he actually kind of tricked him by doing, by figuring out in, in advance what the clever technique to solve the problem was mm-hmm. and then kind of planned the trap on top of that. Yeah. And, um, no, I like that a lot because, uh, in that same comic series, uh, Doc Ock uh, gets super humbled by Spider-Man oh, yeah. whenever in their fights um, because he realizes that Spider-Man could easily like rip his head off yeah. like, out of his body, um, yeah. but he just he doesn't. He holds back the entire time. And I like that yeah. a lot. And holds uh, back not just a little bit, like a crazy, a crazy amount. Yeah, and, when he like uh, when Doc Ock act, like accidentally punches a guy, punches like a villain's face off, like yeah. not completely off, but like like. I mean, literally, like, pops off the jaw of someone who's, like, way more powerful than a human, who's, like, a very high-level villain. And he's just, like, so, so completely shocked at how powerful Spider-Man is and that he's just been, you know, holding back this entire time. I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, th- that's such a good moment. Like, I love yeah. Spider-Man a lot. Um, th- that's kind of why I like uh, Green Lantern, too. Um, I-, I like... I love the Green Lantern universe um, because... Um, comparatively, he is a lot weaker in the sense of um, like power level, um, but um, like he, he's definitely still like a god on Earth. On Earth, but when it comes to the rest of the universe, because um, Green Lantern, he is like a beat cop and is doing stuff like in his beat whenever he's on Earth. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I like that. I like that thought. On Earth, uh, it's crazy powerful, but yeah, when he's yeah. out in the universe, he's. Not a partic- He's not a particularly impressive Green Lantern, is he? He's just a good one. Um, Hal, Hal Jordan is one of the best, mm-hmm. uh, but just due to creativeness, not due to like power. Yeah. Like, um, and that's a, a lot of how it goes uh, between um, the human Green Lanterns is that they're not typically super powerful. Well, with the exception of I think Kyle Rayner. Okay. I think he was incredibly powerful for whatever reason. Um, but they're just, um, they're smart. They're, they're clever. Yeah. Um, and I, I like what that. Are we I on like the that fourth, the fourth or fifth one. Cause we had Hal and then we, we had, and Kyle and one more, I think maybe, um, it, it was, um, John something. John oh, John. Shepard. Yeah. John. I always forget. Shepard. I always like, no, I, th- I always think that John is guy for some reason. I no, always get those guy, two mixed up. Guy is Guy's the, the one with the bowl cut. Who's a big. He, he he is like the nineteen um, forties jock, you know, Lehrman's yeah, yeah, yeah. jock. Um, whereas uh, Guy is um, Black Green Lantern. Is Guy the Black Green Lantern, or is John the Black Green? John Lantern? is the Black Green Lantern. Okay, Guy yeah, is that, the nineteen forties. Those uh, are the two I always get mixed. I mean, just the names I get mixed up for some yeah. reason. But um, but uh, there are another one, and I think it's a girl. I think it's okay. a a young yeah, girl. It makes sense. I mean, um, but anyways, uh, back, back on topic, back, back on, on topic. topic. What, like, so as far as showing your go, what, like, would you have really need anything in your suit? Like, I, I think this is what I think. I think you would have noise canceling, um, headphones. Yeah. Um, that would actually be really cool. Like if it was just kind of like, um, not just noise canceling headphones, but like you know, some playing beats. like soothing, like soothing music, like not even uh, not even soothing music because well, it, no, would, no. it would be it, it would be play... all it'd be like um it'd be Video like uh, dubstep no, no. music or something or like you know beats beats music that just like you know generic well, no. generic hardcore beats because that at least for me that's what makes me focus is like if I'm doing like if I'm just listening to like basically some trap music or something but you know lyricless or like kind of repetitive trancey trap music well no that's what i'm saying video game music because video yeah. game music is designed to keep you on tra- uh, keep you on task keep you motivated um and keep you focused on your goal oh i like the i like the concept of like doing different albums for different things because it mm-hmm. kind of like 
it interest it uh, adds an interesting element like um if you're you know reading the comic you're like oh yeah he's listening to this album like you can listen to albums but there are mostly they're mostly albums that are like um you know explosions in the sky or you know just these kind of wordless things or you know some dark step or just you know interesting stuff like that like it kind mm-hmm. of adds in like a little bit of um interactivity with the with the reader you know which is cool right okay yeah yeah i like that a lot just like kind of uh stuff that will um so he almost looks like like he's just a like like um a dude like just with with some big old heads headphones on who's looked like mm-hmm. kind of looks like he's wearing a hoodie and about to about to tag a place but then he's basically his whole thing is he's like you can't see them so you're like if you're a bad guy you just kind of sudden like if you're able to just figure it out you're like wait what was that you know you're a bad guy who's crazy smart and you see angles and stuff and you're like holy crap these two minions of mine just should have finished those guys off what's happening and then you read to some sort of angle and you like figure out where he is and you go over and you just like suddenly see him and it's just this kid with like head you know headphone like big ass headphone uh and like a hoodie and you're like you know some sunglasses or something you're just like what is going on and then you you know able to attack him but suddenly when you attack him he suddenly becomes way more powerful even though you think he's weak because he had you know his focus is on but you could completely beat him if you know if you figure out you know what's going on and how but like as long as he's cleverer than you you kind of are screwed i like i really like that concept yeah um no that's really cool and i I just thought of like a like a psychological um like downside to him Uh uh-huh and it's one that's pretty obvious. Well, I actually, I thought of Cap 2, like another one okay, just okay. in the moment. Um, so one or the other. Um, basically, he could either be super ADD. Yeah. Um, or um, super non-confrontational, where um, like when he is in his element of being in the background of just kind of, you know, doing what he needs to be doing, he's fine and focused. But as soon as, like, someone is confronting him and uh, up in his face, he's um, kind of loses uh, focus. And, um, like, because he's not used to being confronted kind of thing. Yeah. So he gets very scatterbrained all of a sudden because all of a sudden now he is in the spotlight. I, I kind of like the idea of, like, it's a crapshoot because that's how I feel in my own life sometimes. Like, I could have, like the same situation two different days and one day it's the greatest situation that's ever happened to me and the and i'm like at the top of my game and another day i'm just terrible at it so like it, you just of like not being able to know how you're going to respond because each situation is like very subtly different and just because you think a situation is similar it might be completely different like you know just in real life if you're you know let's say in a confrontation well is there one of your family members in within earshot or not, you know, and that can completely change the thing. Or um, are you trying to make sure this person feels welcome or not? You know, like little things that completely change the nature of an interaction, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, basically like it could be incredibly good and demolish someone one-on-one if it's the right setup. Right. But there's just too much going on in his head that like, well, sometimes that... freeze up and kind of so it's like he could be the best in a one-on-one confrontation or the worst depending on kind of whether it's working with well th- that's why i'm thinking of the whole non-confrontational of maybe not so much you know non-confrontational but more of um when he is allowed to pick his fight you know, yeah he... exactly so it's kind of like and and even occasionally bad guys pick his fight for him so he's like yes this is the fight i would have picked so it's but good the but difference they... between being caught versus um like aware of what's going on like yeah. caught unaware versus um oh this guy's coming for me i'm ready for him kind of thing <laughs> basically an introvert like if you tell them hey 15 minutes we're we're leaving then they'll be awesome. They're like, hey, I'm ready to leave. Or let's go. Or, we're excited. Or just, hey, we're leaving. What the? What just happened? I'm in my well, own. I'm not world. ready. I don't. I, I don't know how. I'm, ah. Exactly. Like I, I like that idea a lot. Okay. All right. Next up on this list that I have, as All far right. as this character goes, is 
Um, what is, um, like, what is your uh, parents' quirks? So how what was their quirks that uh, enabled you to get to this point? So okay. my idea was that um, my mother had some kind of like a line of sight quirk, uh-huh. uh, like super good vision, like uh, you know, like twenty five vision, uh, yeah. just like supervision of where um, she can see things in detail very well. And then my yeah. dad's ability would be something along the lines of. Um, like a teleportation quirk. So yeah. that's how, uh, just like a generic teleportation quirk, which uh, in the universe is rare, but just uh, something that would allow him to get around. And so um, that's why I had the idea of, you know, mixing the two together. And um, so the reason why my dad is a mercenary um, is because he can um, go long range and yeah. go any like um if someone hires him he can be there instantly kind of thing yeah okay that um, makes sense that's actually pretty cool can yeah he take people with him yeah yeah that's his whole thing is that he can take people with him so um the dad's quirk is definitely like a stronger teleporting quirk but um less direct i guess how so, so um well not less direct uh less focused detailed pinpoint less pinpoint okay so um he can go from like Tokyo to New York, no problem. But he can't go um, like to very specific places. Okay, so basically, it's kind of like whenever he wants to teleport, he winds up within you know a quarter mile of wherever he wants to teleport. But he's not like teleporting specifically, like pinpoint to pinpoint. Right, right. Um, And so I had the idea of my whole, and this would be where. my um my superhero name is that all of my family's code names are named after um different ghosts oh nice um an idea i had for like as far as an older brother goes is that his name would be um like phantom or specter or something like what's a ghost that like the name of a ghost that typically possesses people poltergeist no, um, poltergeist typically throw stuff around. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I don't know, just like Phantom. We'll, we'll go with Phantom. Because yeah. I, I haven't really stuck with name. I've stuck with a theme for a name uh, for the family. But my older brother's powers would be um, if he locks eye contact with people, um, uh, he can possess them. Oh, that's so cool. he teleports his body. Like, he teleports his, soul his, his into, psyche, his soul, yeah. Yeah, into this person. So he's able to possess them. Okay. Um, so that's super useful, obviously. Um, and so, uh, but you know, he leaves his body behind. So he, he is like, his, his weakness is his body is just there. Yeah. His, his like, physical body is still just there. walk over and punch him. Right. Um, so then like my character's, uh, code name. So, would, well, that would actually be really useful with your parents because you're essentially your dad would teleport into the area your your brother would lock eyes, take someone over, and then your dad would just teleport his body like yeah, you know, thousands safe. of miles away, somewhere safe, and you know he can just kind of do his whole thing. Your brother can, mm-hmm. and then when he needs to come back, I assume he can just snap back instantly or something. Yeah, something along those lines. Or okay, uh, so he's not it, trying to get a thousand miles away. He just has to. Shoop. Yeah, uh, there'd be some, uh, some overlying weakness, but I, yeah. I'm not thought about the brother or the dad too much yeah mostly you know the character um and so the like that that would be like the dissemination of my character's power of um like he has his mom's eyesight so he can see kind of perfectly but he has his dad's uh, teleporting powers yeah Um, that's yeah yeah and that's kind of the uh, name and so the, the name that i've been um uh, kind of hovering on is um, is Spectre. Okay. Because that's just kind of... Yeah, Spectre's a good name. Yeah. I mean, the downside is, though, he does, he's not very Spectre-y. He's more like... Um... Yeah, I, I was thinking more... It, it's, it's Spectre, but not necessarily because his power is very Spectre-like, but just because it's along the ghost theme of the family. Yeah. Um, apparition? Because an apparition is something that appears out of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah, that could be good. Because that, 
Yeah. Um, no, no, that, that's a good one. I, I like that. I like that. All right, all right, yeah. your, your turn. What, what, what would you think mom and dad would be? So, because keeping with the luck theme, um, my entire... Essentially, my entire family has had some form of luck powers for, you know, generations. But basically, the luck turned out really good. And so I don't have luck powers, but I have just a lucky combination of powers, which is essentially all of them. Just they're weak and only I can only if I'm focusing, you know, only if I'm actually paying attention. So essentially, it would be like kind of I'm the almost the weirdo of the family because I don't have luck powers. But I'm also have a combination of powers that can essentially simulate luck and also mm-hmm. stimulate luck, you know? So I, I'm kind of like almost within, I, I'm still within the general realm of my family, but I don't have the same powers as everyone else. Well, so I'm kind of like the special operative, almost like the kind of the outcast slash good. It's kind of like a gal cat. It's like this, the different guy in a good and bad way. So what I was thinking um, for your uh, character, um, for your parents at least, mm-hmm. would be something along the lines of, um, so um, your mom had like domino style luck, right? Where yeah. she can manipulate luck. But then yeah. your dad had the power of his imagination of where oh, okay. um, anything that he imagined came real kind of thing. Okay. And so that could be the focus of um, like you definitely take more after your your dad. Uh-huh. In the sense of um, because you are thinking it, it happens kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it could also be in the sense of your mom uh, as far as um, you just kind of always have the ability or always have the knowledge of um, it turning out okay kind of thing. Like you, you just yeah. – um, Well, it's kind of – I mean what, the way I wanted this character to ha- be is kind of like um... – Kind of a little bit Deadpool-y because, um, you know, teleportation with with or without a, a helper and kind of invisible, like a cloak of cloaking device of some kind with or without technology. But then I wanted to have like the biggest thing I wanted to have was some form of like rudimentary spider sense so that he actually is a bit has the ability to affect luck. You know, that's that is one of the kind of the biggest things right. and, I wanted and that- is like not not full spider sense, but just kind of a rudimentary knowing where to affect the where the inflection points of life are you know well no and that's kind of like goes along with what i was thinking as far as um it's just um you have um like part of your quirk is just the knowledge of when and where to do something lucky kind of thing yeah i i like i like that a lot that actually i'll take i'll take yours which (laughs) uh, instead of instead of two lucky just two lucky parents turning out a lucky you know a different kind of lucky kid like that actually makes a lot of sense and that like i really like the kind of the, des- the description of the power of showing up being in the right place at the right time like mm-hmm. so th- and that kind of gives the character gives a little bit of a character of a wanderer to him which is you know i'm appeals to me just in in real life like i i appreciate characters who just or like people who just kind of like show up and wander around and are at the right place at the right time for no real discernible reason mm-hmm. okay yeah, that's just how I want how I live how I attempt to live my life anyway. Yeah, in general, I would definitely say that um, of all the people I know, you have the strongest sense of wanderlust. <laughs> Which is funny because I mostly just hang out around my house. I just yeah, but it, it's still like all of your characters, all of your um, anything that you're playing or doing, always just has this huge sense of wanderlust. That is that is excellent. And also, uh, I would like to point out that I have uh, – I just applied for the dumbest job I've ever seen, so I might get – Okay. I, I was like – when I heard when I saw it, I was like, well, this is insane. Of course I should have – I should have done this. If I, if I die and I have done – and this is a job I've had, I will feel much better about my life. So I applied for a continuity, like a script, a script continuity person for the WWE. That is the most amazing thing. What? <laughs> so it's I could guarantee that I would hate it after a year and that I would be annoyed, but also I can guarantee that that would make my life so much better in life. Like yeah, that would be so cool to do just like just for the fact of saying that you yeah. that that's something you did. Like not for like a long term whatsoever, but still like the the fact that you can say, you know, I worked as 
um, you know, continuity control for <laughs> WWE. It's awesome. It's the stupidest thing in the entire world, which is why I was like, I have to do this. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I assume I won't get it because I have no experience whatsoever. Just right. Just the fact that that exists makes me happy because yeah. it's complete and utter nonsense. No, that's that would be perfect for you in every way, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, good time. So, anyway, character is basically kind of a a right place at the right time wanderer, but who also yeah. is like the affecting the luck of everyone manifest- else. So, well, the physical manifestation of showing Drew's cat. Yeah, ah, I love that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like we, we definitely for um like you having no uh pretext of what I'm thinking. Like we came up with something pretty good for you. Yeah. And well, to be fair, this is like probably 60 70% of this is a character I'd already kind of if I were a superhero, who would I be? So mm-hmm. we we are kind of like 60 70% of this is like ideas in my head and then you've we've kind of fleshed out the remaining 40%. Yeah. Well, and to make it work in a uh, my hero academia way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and not a DC or Marvel. Um, yeah, my character was always kind of a Marvel character. So this is like taking that and then just kind of also adding a whole bunch of new ideas and taking away some of the old ideas that were cool but also less I don't know less affecting because like a lot of ideas can be awesome for making the character super powerful but like they make the character less meaningful because he's too powerful or yeah no yeah and that that's what I like is that we we grounded your character really well um he is no longer um you know just like a super powered uh Marvel character he he would fit in in the uh, my hero universe like he would definitely not be you know just problem solver um but he would be a character you know with his ups with his downs um and he he would be easily able to participate yeah and also would probably do horribly bad at lots of random things for no good reason just because schrodinger's cat you know like these and but also i like one of my favorite things about kind of spider-man is what was at the end of the superior spider-man uh, arc is when doc ock was like you know you're better than me the the fact is i have all these talents all these skills but when it comes down to the moment where you have to save someone you're always there and you always come through like just that ability to come through at the most necessary moment. Like, and that's kind of what Spider-Man has. And that's what I'd like, you know, kind of like part of what I'd like this character to have is like when it comes down to, you know, rubber meets the road, most important time in life, he's Mm going to be there and he's going to do everything within him, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I gotcha. All right. Uh, so recap. So to recap, um, my hero academia is pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to get a job in the WWE as a continuity coordinator because that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, John has a character whose name might be Apparition and is a teleporter with awesome drones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, your character is Schrodinger's cat incarnate. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we definitely came up with something really cool today. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm happy. And this kind of accidentally combines the, uh, the two podcasts we were going to do, which is the podcast of what you thinking, John, which is just kind of talking about, you know, random questions and random thoughts. And it also kind of combines what we've been doing the last few weeks is it kind of combines the idea of like, create a story, like create a Mm. character, create a world like that we wanted to do. Yeah. And we're, we're definitely going to do that podcast at some point oh, of for sure. creating a world. For um, sure. And just uh, because th- this came about when the two, three podcasts ago. Yeah. I believe the uh, movie monster when we're doing movie yeah. monsters. Yeah. yeah. Came up with that crazy sci-fi world with the rink dying and losing a, a human, a trait of humanity every time you die. Yeah. Um, every time you resurrect, I should say. Every time, yeah. Every time you resurrect, so you're functionally immortal, but um, you just lost something, a little bit of yourself every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so we were talking about doing a podcast after after that, a, a separate podcast, um, talking about just 
making worlds because we really liked that world that we just created and yeah you know that moment that was a super cool world yeah um so talking about doing that again which we will definitely have to do at some point 100 percent. yeah all right guys well thank you so much for listening uh this is the freaking epic podcast this is what do you um what are you thinking john which is not the name because it's what you thinking john because it's yep. shorter and it has like three apostrophes so you know the more apostrophes the more better that's the more better uh, that's what um, Schoolboy Q says all the time in every <laughs> one of his raps. The more apostrophes, the more better. Uh, like thanks it. for listening, dog or dogette. Uh, dog what? is a gender neutral term, I always think. Uh, uh, it's mostly it's it's semi gender neutral. You could you could debate it to be gender uh, gender neutral. Yeah, I'm not going to say lady dog. That just that's just that's immensely insulting somehow. Yeah. Um, My bros well, and lady bros. <laughs> bros and lady bros. I like it. <laughs> we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you, you for listening to our podcast. All beautiful human beings. You're all very pretty. <laughs>